0: Cool. That was, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. We'll, be, we'll become an international hit and everything else and we'll go we'll tours. No, we'll <laughs> see. <laughs>
1: psychology professor at uco and while taking this class i was thinking a lot about the way we think and the way we learn the way we remember things and that's something that i'm really interested in i'm really interested in the way or in the optimal way to teach people and for, have them remember like what they're taught and that's kind of like, in whenever I wanted to interview, um, or not, it's, or whenever I wanted to have a conversation, like, have the podcast with him, uh, what I wanted to do, is talk about like what would, what would be the ideal way, to teach people, or like the ideal way to create a school, and he had actually created a school, or he started a college, in uh, Georgia in Atlanta I think we, we talked like briefly about it and uh, when I had first like went up to him I was like hey like uh, like I want to do a podcast with you and then he asked me like "Like, what would you want to do it about and then I said like you know like what would be the ideal way to like you know t- teach or like cr- uh, <laughs> create a school and then he was like like are you asking me this because you know that I created a school I was like no what you create like you started a college, so yeah, he he started a college. So he he's uh, besides, I mean, he's obviously really really smart, and that was awesome. And I hope that I get to have other conversation with um, him. This conversation was really good. All right, cool. we're recording. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll just partially close this here a little quieter. Um, you're my cognitive psychology professor and uh, we talk a lot about like um, memory and remembering and also uh, a subject that's really like interesting to me is like how people learn and uh, it's kind of what I had like um, talk to you about that I I wanted to talk about is about um, almost like what would be the ideal way to teach people and to Mm -hmm. have them remember and then you said that you had actually started a college. Mm-hmm.
0: and hmm yeah, um, was one of the charter faculty.
1: Huh? What, what was, I guess, uh, how is your college different from other colleges, I guess?
0: So the, the one that we originally designed? Yeah. Uh, so the, the school uh, is called Georgia Gwinnett College, and it's right outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, one, one of the nice things that, uh, basically what that experience provided myself and my colleagues, mm-hmm. Is that uh, no one? No one uh, restricted us on how we could design the cl- design the school and yep. the and the curriculum and, and so forth. And what we had probably one of the biggest differences is that we had a lot more uh, application and immersion in the material. Yeah. And to do that, we had your I mean a lot of your typical classes like mm-hmm. abnormal and cognition and yeah. um, personality and sensation perception. But the other thing that we did is at the uh, sophomore, junior, and senior level, we created seminar classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seminar classes um, at the sophomore level, uh, bringing in uh, uh, individuals from the uh, that are experts in the area, yeah. uh, and from maybe maybe neighboring universities and colleges, mm-hmm. or some of our you know, some of my colleagues. Yeah. And they would come in and they would talk about, here's what we're doing, and and really kind of tie in the classes that are being taught at a sophomore level to um, their research and and helping the students kind of like, uh, kind of like analogical reasoning as far as they're giving them additional applications. And then at the junior level, um, we had uh, more... uh, it was, like, in addition to an experimental class, mm-hmm. but the junior level, it was, it was this application of, of conducting research. And then at the senior level, what we did is we had them uh, actually... We actually brought in members from the community, mm-hmm. um, a part of, like, maybe nonprofits or other a- agencies, and they would discuss the issues and the problems that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the class would offer uh, solutions based on what they've learned as I mean, as psychology yeah. majors. Yeah. And so that was one of the biggest things is that um, that you, you don't really see very often nowadays Yeah, is this, this immersion where you keep on doing it and you keep on, I mean, re-exposing and re-exposing an uh, application. Um, when we made those changes, it was not, I mean, not long afterwards uh, that, like, Stanford and a couple other programs changed theirs to match ours. Yeah. And now, did we, did we, re, did we receive notification or no? But it was very, it was pretty clear yeah. that either they were realizing that was the right way to go, or I mean, or they did hear about it, or whatever.
1: I guess, like, kind of as opposed to just like uh, lecture, go home, lecture, go home. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the summer classes were um, how, like, I guess, like, shorter and like longer hours, or how? they
0: there. I mean the the seminar classes were like still like a three or four credit class, mm. um, but they were much more discussion oriented. Okay, where I mean, so the students uh, led a lot of it. Yeah, because they, I, and they I, were responsible for it.
1: I personally like like even like here like, if I I, I like asking questions, like kind of mm-hmm. like having conversations, because I feel like that does like enter my brain and mm-hmm. like. Puts it in ways that, like, if I ask questions, see if I can say something in a sentence, if I can like put it in my own, yeah, like, yeah. Per, like, it's like I'm using the knowledge mm-hmm. rather than like just like like regurgitation. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I like going to school, mm-hmm. but I feel like I, I like going to school not so much. Like, I don't know. I guess I see it almost like entertainment because mm-hmm. I, I like being in this like kind of scenario where we get to talk about interesting things Mm -hmm. because not a lot of like i don't know talking about kim kardashian stuff like Mm -hmm. Like uh, other things like are just not interesting to me or if Mm -hmm. we do talk about kim kardashian like i like to like bring it in like what do you think her life is like what does she Mm -hmm. think like it you know stuff like that Yeah, the
0: application piece yeah and that's and when i mean at the beginning of this when we started our, our conversation you had mentioned like how do how do people learn yeah and you, you kind of hit one aspect of it is that most most individuals that you come across, they think rereading a chapter mm-hmm. uh, is I mean or rereading whatever or rereading lecture notes uh, is the way to learn. And what they do is they confuse um, fluency. so how quickly you can read something, yeah they confuse fluency with understanding and mm-hmm. memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you look at the I mean there's there's a whole I mean, uh, oh, it's like Karpicki, uh I mean, a lot of his work. Um, that there's a whole slew of literature that shows there's no relationship between your your performance and the number of times you reread it. Yeah. And there's no relationship between how well you telling me how well you know something mm. and your actual performance. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's completely irrelevant. Um, but but people, I mean, students in particular, and I think, I mean, just. The, the pu- the public in general yeah. thinks fluency is knowledge.
1: Um, I, that that is interesting because, um, well, uh, kind of like I, I've met other people that have, um, like, have had like psychology degrees.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, um, there's this girl that I used to work with; she has a psychology degree, and then it just doesn't seem like either that like she applied it to her own life or mm-hmm. like anything at all. So it, it's very interesting to me how like, I guess like the the title mm-hmm. of like oh you have a degree, mm-hmm. and then it d- just doesn't seem to have like any effect. And like it seems to me like a lot of people, like get the title and mm-hmm. like go through like you know just fuck just drive themselves through school, mm-hmm. and then at the end of it they don't seem mm-hmm. knowledgeable or like they apply well, that knowledge to their own lives. Well, something like
0: I mean like in the in the cognitive psych field. Where and you've heard me say multiple times in mm-hmm. class that we are cognitive misers mm, yeah, and that's that's the thing you always have to understand is that humans are cognitive misers, mm. and that what that basically means is if we don't if we're not if we're not held over the fire yeah to think we won't yeah, and there, you can even take uh, a bunch of uh gosh some classic work done by it was like Kahneman and traversky uh in uh Um, judgment, decision making, reasoning Mm -hmm. um, literature, where they took uh, common flaws and basically like probability uh, uh, common mistakes that people make went to uh, uh, conferences on statistics and probability Mm -hmm. and asked professors these questions and they fell prey to them yeah and, and, the the, thing and that these he, were the individuals that actually do... I mean, that were doing the studies in the first place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and you talked also in class that, like, I think they tested over people that do, uh, like, philosophy majors. Mm-hmm. And they also, like, fall prey to, like, uh, yeah. um, I guess, uh, cognitive mm-hmm. Uh mm, I was thinking, like, if you... Because, again, I, ideally, if you get a psychology degree, you should be kind of applying some of those mm-hmm. things to your own life and stuff like that. Like, how... Because I guess in, in, in your college, it was more, it, or it was trying to be, like, more hands-on, more mm-hmm. to where, like, um, uh, more, more to
0: where, like, y- you're... Here's, yeah, ba- I mean, basically, um, I forget if we talked about this as far as... Didn't we talk about analogical reasoning? Yeah. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, I mean, if if you're in a class where all you are, are is lectured at... Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm, okay, there's, okay. I'm going to back up here uh, before I get into analogical reasoning. Is that, first off, the way most professors think, and m- I mean most teachers, I mean most students, is that all I have to do, okay, if rereading doesn't work, then I just need to ask myself like, more deep, elaborative yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how does this relate to other stuff that I know? And, and that is one part of the puzzle, but the thing that people often uh, forget about, uh, negate, is that if you pack it away in memory, you also have to be able to retrieve it. Yeah. And so people focus on this encoding piece of, okay, I've, I've got to get this material in mm-hmm. memory. But what people do not focus on is, okay, I've got to get this stuff out of my memory. Yeah. How do I retrieve it? And so a lot of a lot of the I mean a lot of the time is that we might only I mean we only have one quiz or we only have like uh, over the material or we have one test over it and then we're never you're never asked that again. Yeah. You never have to apply it to anything new.
1: Yeah.
0: Now what's going on is that you only have to retrieve it once.
1: Mm.
0: Now, what if you have to retrieve it multiple times and put it in and retrieve it in ways that you typically have never thought of it before? Uh, you think of the the 10 or 11 activities that uh, you guys do in this class, they're probably, I mean, probably one of some of the oddest stuff you've ever had to do for a class. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know that. Yeah. But it's for a purpose because you're being asked to apply this stuff in a way that you've never had to. So you're being asked to retrieve it from memory, and the instructions are vague intentionally Mm -hmm. because now you have to figure out what is relevant. Yeah. And so if you're sitting there inspecting your memory you're retrieving and you're pulling. So not only do you have to put it in, you have to be able to pull it back out.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, that said, um, the thing that we were talking about in class with analogical transfer is that if you're only exposed to one example from the textbook or one example from the teacher, then what you're going to be, if you remember, you're yeah. going to be stuck at the surface features. Yeah. And you're not, I mean, and that's, I mean, and so a problem talking about chickens versus a problem talking about uh, uh, problems with uh, with uh, dogs, mm. you're not going to see the relationship yeah. because you're stuck on. Well, that dog is not a chicken, therefore yeah. this is not applicable. Mm. But what happens when you're constantly exposed to different examples of it? Mm. You move from surface to, to deep, uh, deep structure. Yeah. So you start, you move from the underlying structural components of the problem, and no longer the surface features. Yeah. And so now you're starting to understand conceptually, okay, this is the problem I have with the chickens, but this conceptually is also the exact same problem I have Mm -hmm. with my dogs. Um, Same thing with, uh, okay, I can modify the behavior of my dog, oh, but I can't modify the behavior of my child. Yeah. Same Mm -hmm. thing, well, my dog is not, I mean, my child is not a dog, it's not going to work. There, there's but, some similarities. No, here. there's an awful lot when you yeah. look at the structure. Yeah. When you look at, okay, how do you modify the behavior of any organism? Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I was thinking, um, how would you, how do you think the, the educational system, if you had to go from the very beginning, how would you restructure it? Because it, it, it the very does, beginning
0: of what? Kin- like,
1: kindergarten. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh like. Where would you start? Because it, it seems like... Um, I, I've heard, I heard about this uh, school that's from, I think, from, like, 6th uh, grade to high school, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they basically don't do anything. they There's, like, teachers, but they don't teach unless the kid says, like, hey, I want to learn about this. So,
0: like, a Montessori school?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they, they, they call it uh, democratic learning.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. um. Um, but uh, the kids just basically do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if, if they, s- like, show interest and stuff, mm-hmm. like, then then they do get te- yeah. taught. Uh, I feel like that, I mean, that's a very extreme, like,
0: end it's of the re- It's very much like Piaget. Yeah. Uh, saying that uh, we are all active learners. Yeah. And so we're just always curious. Mm-hmm. And that really stems from the... Um, really the 60s slash 70s when there was a movement towards this kind of like self-expression and let's let the individual be I mean, let them guide themselves and let them be self-motivated and that that rationale um is is pretty i mean horrifically flawed Mm. however the entire i mean a good majority of the united states has bought into that yeah uh, I mean, across the board, from language learning to, um, I mean, how we acquire math skills—you mm. name it—is that um, we, we're going to really sit back and we're going to let the kid do. We're going to let the child, I mean, pursue what they want to pursue. Yeah. And um, and we don't need to really mandate anything that I mean that they need to know. Mm. So then, uh, how how would you do it? I guess, like, how would you? Well, I mean, there's basically, I mean. What we have to do is, I mean, we have to scaffold. Mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure you're familiar with scaffolding as far as laying down the foundation before you yeah. move on. Uh, yes, I mean does I mean is it, I mean is, are some children motivated to learn? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't know what they need to I mean, they yeah. don't understand what they need to scaffold. Mm-hmm. Uh, what information has to come first. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things is that moving away from a system where uh, we test, just one time uh, where um, we have, like, end-of-semester tests or, or like, EOIs and stuff along those lines, I mean, to what point do we need to do that? Mm -hmm. Because why, I mean, this is the notion that, okay, you read it once, you do a homework assignment, and then we'll move on, and then I'll test you once at the end of the the semester. There's no, um, there's really will the information be stored? Yes, but you won't be able to retrieve it.
1: How, how would you test for knowledge then?
0: Well, I mean, one way you could, I mean, what if you moved to a system where you had cumulative exams Mm. in all classes? Yeah. So what if I gave you 10 exams in a given semester, which I actually next semester, I think I'm moving towards in majority of my classes. First exam has five concepts. Mm. Second exam has 10 concepts, five from the original, you know, yeah. framed in a different way, yeah. and then five new ones, mm-hmm. and so what is that going to force the individual to do? They're going to have to keep revisiting. Yeah, that's spaced learning, and it's not—it's not this belief. I mean, where I can tell you one time, and you'll never need to know it ever again. I mean, or I'm yeah. sorry, I can tell you one time, and you will remember for all time. Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, and I believe once you've learned something, it is there, but yeah. you no longer. I mean, if you don't retrieve it on a regular basis, you—you you won't be able to. Yeah.
1: It, it, it seems to me almost like a um, uh, you changing the structure so that the students change yeah. to fit the structure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's I mean, and it's they I mean, we adapt level. to our environment. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times what people like is they they feel they'll feel people feel uh, I guess more psychologically healthy about that because yeah. they're they're they are smaller. Less relevant. I mean, they're they're not big points. Yeah. If you did the multiple quizzes yeah. or the multiple tests, mm-hmm. uh, because now they're extremely small. Yeah. Uh, they're no longer a hundred points, and so by doing that, you're forcing the student to keep on revisiting. Yeah. And the space learning, because right now we know, I mean, basically, I mean, basically, off of the forgetting functions, uh, that I mean, or at the end of the semester, people only remember five to ten percent of a college class. Yeah. So why even be in school? Mm. Now, if you're someone that kept on revisiting your notes every single day, you would retain it for, I mean, I mean, for the rest of your life, you'd be able to access it. But the fact that people only test once, and then they move on to the new topic, and again, that's something I've been guilty of for mm. quite a long time, Yeah, um, because it's easy. Mm. I mean, it's easy just to write three exams or two exams, and that's it. Yeah. Um, the nine is going to be, or nine or 10 or 15 is going to be much more cumbersome, mm. but... Doesn't that mean the end result is going to be, I think. I mean, well, not I think. I mean, there's a lot of research that has come out of uh, Henry Rodiger's uh, lab and also Mark McDaniel, um, both from University of Washington St. Louis, uh, has showed. I mean, this is, I mean, it's having a profound effect on students. Um, their their quality of writing and what they can comprehend at the mm-hmm. end of the semester. Uh, is just, I mean, is leaps and bounds ahead of the traditional um, model of of how people learn. I
1: was wondering if like maybe a structure that would like, you'd have like maybe 10, 20 questions like every single day Mm -hmm. and then like it would be like maybe like 10% of your grade, Mm -hmm. but you have it every single day. That Mm -hmm. way you kind of have to like, you know, keep revisiting and and then you have the three Mm -hmm. big tests throughout the semester.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you're... But again, what... I mean, why have those three big tests if those... I mean, if those quizzes are doing the exact same thing? Because the quizzes, I feel like, would be kind of like the practice Mm -hmm. and then the three big
1: tests would be more, I guess, more kind of concept-driven. And then... And also, like, the... If they're only if the everyday thing mm-hmm. is just like ten percent of your grade, you're not like super stressed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that was my thing. Yeah,
0: that. no, I mean, no, that would work. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you definitely uh, research shows that if, if you if the if the quizzes were worth nothing, yeah, there's then people they, will not benefit from yeah. them mm-hmm. because they won't put any effort into it. Yeah, uh, so I mean, so I, I do see value in that, mm-hmm. but again. I mean, if you if you created enough of them, if you gave ten quizzes at ten percent, I mean, or whatever, yeah, that could be. I mean, that could replace the exam scores. Yeah.
1: Um, and one thing that I that I think is really interesting about the, those schools that um, where kids just do whatever they want is The Montessori. Yeah, uh, is that kids are an ideal. I mean, uh, they find what they want,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: feel like that that's really because I asked so many people like here like why, why, why are you going to psychology or mm-hmm. why, why are you doing this why do you want to go to school mm-hmm. and it seems like after high school it's like well I mean just college is the next thing mm-hmm. the, for the first like two semesters or mm-hmm. like two years like they just don't they just take classes and then they figure out what they do and even when they figure out what they want to do it's not like yeah I guess I'll do this mm-hmm. it's not like but I do feel like if you kind of let a kid like do whatever they want and then just find what it is they want and then just like have that inner momentum to like actually I want to do this because I want to do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that that's kind of healthier but I don't know well
0: I mean it's so basically I mean as I have the I have a book sitting right there Flow I mean by Chicks at My High i are you familiar with Flow Flow State yeah. Yeah. So basically, I mean, if you get into that thing that I mean that you really enjoy, time, time stand still. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, you don't realize that yeah. there's even time happening yeah. because just you're just so caught up in it. Eight hours later, boom. Yeah. You're now supposed to stop, and you yeah. don't want to. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, flow. I mean, is a is a is a really good thing to mm-hmm. uh, to be immersed in something. Now, what happens is if the more you're immersed in something, you're going to develop. An, a set of expert—I mean, a level of expertise—yeah, because that's what you really enjoy all the yeah. time. So, baseball card, collecting, baseball cards, like what I used to do as a child, mm. or um, I don't know, Barbie dolls, or whatever. Mm. Um, and so, you'll develop an expertise, and then, uh, like we've said in class, once you have a larger knowledge base, you can create more meaningful chunks, yeah. and so you can learn things easier. Mm. Now, what about any of those things, any of those fields that are not currently in your interest, mm. in your wheelhouse? You suck at them. You'll suck at them, yeah. and you will eternally suck at them. Yeah. Because I've let you do only what you thought was relevant. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, that that could be the dangerous side of it. But I, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, but I do think that sometimes, like math and other things, are are always relevant, or just like writing or like reading mm-hmm. is always relevant. Because uh, kind of how the, they explained it in, in that sort of school is that, like, they they don't even teach the kids, like, how to read. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they find something that they're interested in mm-hmm. and then they have to read it. And then they, like, either, like, they learn to teach, like, mm-hmm. to read themselves and, or, like, they ask, like, a yeah. person mm-hmm. uh, how to read and stuff. But um, I always thought that, like, um, to teach, like, for example, statistics, mm-hmm. like, would be a lot better if... Uh, if you have experimental and then it's like, okay, you want to do this experiment? Like, mm-hmm. all right, fine. And then, like, you, like, these are the statistics that you need. And then you kind of have that interest to, like,
0: yeah. learn mm-hmm.
1: statistics because you, you have this other question about, mm-hmm. like, the research. Yeah,
0: so it's it's placed mm-hmm. in a meaningful context. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. a lot of times, I mean, uh, math classes, it's not even, like, that I'm bad at math. It's just that, like, there's no, mm-hmm. like... Well,
0: this is the... This is the first university I've been at, and I've been at five, four, yeah. um, that has it in this sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, every place I've been to, it's been methodology first. Yeah. And then stats. Yeah. And then the, the school that, I, I mean, Georgia Gwinnett, um, the one I had left was actually a year-long intertwined class. Yeah. And I so agree. it was methodology and statistics at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. Um. Which I really enjoyed too, because it you, you could find meaning, and then you talked about, okay, how do we do it? Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how do we find out what our thought, I mean, our, our, how do we discover if our idea actually mm-hmm. is significant? Yeah. Um, so is there a causal relationship? And that was, I really liked that, and a lot mm-hmm. of, I mean, and the students really liked it. But the problem is, is going back to these things called the teachers. Yeah. Because, the, I mean, the, these professors thought this is how it should be done Mm. they are separate topics
1: yeah do you do you okay then how because ideally we should have a system that like because it it, like it we've talked about this that uh, ideally we should have a system that oh this works like then it's like just trash everything else let's Mm -hmm. go with this like that doesn't work Mm -hmm. but how like why don't we have that system
0: that like learns it's, from their mistakes or academia like we're supposed to well it's it's, it's you've probably heard the, the, the phrase ivory towers yeah and that's what it is it's ivory mm. towers mm. and uh, so you can have people in uh, sociology that might I mean may understand a concept much better than any uh, social psychologist does yeah but we don't talk to them
1: yeah
0: uh, we are in uh, the education I mean the psychologies in the education program, mm. I mean in the College of Ed, but we don't have meaningful conversations between our departments. Yeah. So psychol I mean, so us psychologists are are, are raised, read, mentored yeah. by other psychologists. And um, so I mean like I mean my expertise is memory and learning. Mm. <laughs> and I would argue that my understanding of it is is probably better than I don't know. Ninety nine percent of the people on this campus. Yeah. And and that's not bragging. It's just simply mm. I've been studying it since nineteen ninety two. Yeah. And um, that said, someone in in education, they've been taught by their professors. I mean, their mentors. Yeah. This is how people learn. This is all the education literature, mm. which are I mean studies that are not I mean not to the same rigor as my area. Yeah. And. So they, they never think. I mean, they basically there's there's no reason to think that their knowledge is deficient, mm. and so we don't we don't go across the, I mean we don't jump and skip mm. between towers. And I ask.
1: It, I mean, it would be nice if like I guess like all the towers kind of connected at the top and then yeah, like, they, and they, they, about they should. Yeah,
0: there is I mean, the uh, back at my previous school we had a lot of interdisciplinary classes. Yeah. And a lot of interdisciplinary problem solving. Mm. And that was very rare. Mm. And what happened was, as, as we went from 10 faculty to when I left, we were over 300 uh, yeah. in four years. Um, <clears throat> when we hired these people from other disciplines and brought them in, they brought in their current working model yeah. of how universities function, mm. academia functions. And so the interdisciplinary stuff started to die mm. because they know best. Yeah. I mean, that was their belief that, that that they are the subject matter experts and no one else uh, can contribute to my car. I mean, to the to the understanding of this material. Yeah,
1: when I because uh, I, I since I, I'm very interested in like learning and stuff like that, I took a class here, like about like I think intro to American teaching or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it it I didn't we didn't talk about like how people learn. Mm-hmm. We we I don't know we talked about classrooms. We talked uh, talked about like the history of, like, teaching in America, but Mm -hmm. we didn't talk about, like, how people learn. Mm -hmm. And that... I don't know. I I was very disappointed.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, where... in like, from my training, I mean, I took classes on infant cognition. Mm. I mean, so... And it stopped at the age of one. Yeah. And I also took other courses on developmental cognition. I mean... And so, I mean, it was very, they were very targeted by people that conducted the research in those areas. Yeah. And I feel very, I mean, I feel very comfortable and well-versed in those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I mean, I think your example is, is a perfect, I mean, is a, is a perfect illustration of their t- our, I don't know, perfect illustration of that ivory tower. mm mm-hmm. That we just get, we just get so stuck there. Yeah. And we're done. Um, and and you better not tell me because I have a PhD.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but see that's the thing. I mean, like, like oh, you have a PhD in t- teaching. This person has a t- PhD in learning. Like, mm-hmm. do you think that maybe you guys could talk? I mean, mm-hmm. but, uh, how, what could be done to change that? To maybe, I
0: mean, I mean interdisciplinary endeavors. Yeah. If uh, uh, myself and a couple of colleagues. In a in a university committee, we had we had thrown around ideas of having um, like little mini oh I'm blanking on the term like little like little like five minute talks or like or, or two and a half minute like I, I forget yeah. what the what the name of these talk the style is um, where like the entire college goes and hears I mean a, a select number of people saying here's what I do here's what I don't know yeah. Please help me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think something like that, I mean, to hear to hear another professor basically say, please help me. Yeah. And I want your input. Yeah. Uh, and when you're in an environment where, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to guess we have four to 500 faculty on campus. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Because um, I know college of ed has 100 uh, or 120. Um, in that type of environment, I think that would encourage uh, that type. I mean, that mm-hmm. collaboration. Yeah. And say, hey, I, I'd love to work with you on that project because I've done this. Yeah. Uh, but because right now, I mean, uh, as a psych major, I mean, I, I mean, I, I every, most of my journals are online now, but all my journals are in psychology. Yeah. All the all the people in business are in business. I mm-hmm. mean, ju- I mean, they all of our journals are separate. Yeah. And so, I mean, everything is. I mean, it encourages this uh, tunnel vision. Yeah i mean as it stands right now
1: it would uh yeah it, it, is there because you said that the i feel like a lot of people would want to go those to those talks yeah like i would want to go like mm-hmm. i always like to just go to thi- like a yeah to go to things where people talk uh about smart things mm-hmm. so like it i feel like that could be a cool thing that just like everybody would want to go mm-hmm. to yeah um in, even, like, input from, like, anybody that mm-hmm. like could
0: help. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it would be really beneficial. And I and I should, I mean, I should also, I mean, stress that I, I, mean, I probably, I mean, I'm sure I'm just as guilty of the ivory tower as the next person. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah. Well, also, like, you, you don't know
1: what you don't know until somebody, like, yeah mm-hmm. tells you. And, and then since, like, how you said, like, like, all you you have the opportunity like to show people your Mm -hmm. research is just psychology people Mm -hmm. and then you don't have the opportunity to show like I don't know other people your research Mm -hmm. I feel uh, I feel also like what hurts uh, research is the fact that kind of like how you said that like only psychology people look at it and Mm -hmm. also the fact that like I think uh, like Anonymous or some like hacker group like opened up like a whole bunch of like articles and stuff mm-hmm. and then he's being sued but i think it was like harvard or something like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like do, shouldn't i i feel like all that should be free i don't know if like uh at you publish things and then maybe you get money from like the networks or whatever no but no
0: i mean it's the so there there are um journals out there that you can pay yeah to publish your work yeah um, so I mean, so like mm. so you actually pay, yeah, and those are those are not credible sources mm. uh, because I mean, horrible bias. Yeah. and the fact that you're paying a journal to publish your stuff, mm. that means you have junk. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just crap. Now, these other journals, though, the reason why they would sue is that it costs money to produce them. It costs money to pay I mean editors,, do, yeah. and everything else. And so if they're not designed to be an open source, and someone illegally takes a hold of them. Yeah, no. do then they've then they've lost their profit stream.
1: Yeah, but shouldn't I mean ideally shouldn't it be open source that way anybody could look at it?
0: Yeah, but I mean but again, I mean how I mean how do you work around the business? I mean the the funding of it. Yeah. Because right now advertising. Well, I mean yeah, I mean but I mean who's gonna advertise in the psych domain? Razzards. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is that I mean think about the way I mean, our current economy, like in university system of Georgia, they are um, the last several years they're collapsing schools. Yeah, they're taking uh, different universities and also trade and tech. Sc- I mean, tech schools. Yeah, um, two year junior colleges. And they're slamming them into one mm-hmm. because they're. I mean, the budget shortfall. They went from uh, thirty eight colleges and universities. I think they're they're somewhere down to thirty now or yeah. twenty five. Uh, because budgets are being slashed, because yeah. um, because a lot, I mean, there's just no room in the budget. I mean, at the state level, yeah. That same thing is happening in Oklahoma, mm. where I mean, starting this next fiscal year, our budgets we already know they're going to be greatly slashed. Yeah. And so when you're when you know that there, I mean, the slashing is going to occur. Yeah. How are you going to offset? I mean, I mean the, the journals mm. and stuff like that. The sheer just the simple cost of of having the editors of, of creating, I mean, of the print and everything else. Mm. And that's, and that's, that's the, I mean, that's a struggle with that.
1: We can go like, a, um, like kind of try to go really fast, but like, um, let's say you are the new president and mm-hmm. you, you have like, not, not just president, but King, like what you say goes, <laughs> like no, like, you know, uh-huh. um, what would you do? Like how, cause I, I mean, we said that it's not just money that's the problem. Because mm-hmm. also, like, you got to kind of, like, rearrange the way that, like, mm-hmm. the Avery Towers, like, talk to themselves. Like, mm-hmm. how, what would you do?
0: I think uh, not being in the king status, but I think maybe having... Uh, changing the way that maybe, like uh, like, federal and state grants... Mm -hmm. Uh, That encourage interdisciplinary endeavors. Yeah, that I mean, not only encourage, but almost like mandate. Yeah, Uh, because I mean, if there's, I mean, if you follow the money, a lot, I mean, people will be incur, mean will follow it if they can receive some. I mean, like resources and so on. Um, I think that could be one of the easiest ways is to create. Um, these paths and like you were saying advertising but in essence foundations could just jump on board. Yeah. Um, those that want to look at it, I mean education they could jump on board and, and provide the funding for these mm-hmm. grants and that right there could really um, have a, uh, I think a, kind of like a, a tidal wave type of effect yeah. as far as the way um, people would start getting on board and seeing okay well there's this large grant out there that encourages this type of interdisciplinary endeavors Yeah, um, and I think that would probably be one of the easiest ways
1: because there, there are like people that kind of like, lean more like I guess uh, socialist more like I guess towards like business and stuff mm-hmm. but uh, I do think that it like, with the advertising um, if it were more open and maybe like corporations could like see like mm-hmm. things that you would probably do like more like at ad- advertising things mm-hmm. and more in um i don't know because j- like f- just for example like ted like mm-hmm. which is not like um, th- that seems to be making a lot of money and like everybody like watches ted talks now mm-hmm. so it's not it's not even because like oh like everybody hates learning because mm-hmm. like, learning is really interesting everybody like watches ted talks mm-hmm. um and there's advertising in all those like little Mm -hmm. videos so that i feel like that there is money to be made in like publishing or whatever Mm -hmm. um i don't know because you said that um you you'd have like federal and state like just um just have them encourage interdisciplinary Mm -hmm. things
0: um because I mean, if you do an RFP, like a request for a proposal, yeah, and uh, where you specifically outline these inter- interdisciplinary needs, yeah, that I mean then people are going to apply,
1: yeah. Do because you, um, you you I guess like you you're leaning, the way that uh, I see that like even like the teaching to where you said like if you change the tests, like mm. students will adapt, mm. and, like the same thing. It's, like, if you change the way that money is giving, mm-hmm. like, people will adapt. Um, I guess you're right. Because, um, I don't know, because I I, I I, think that, and maybe that's, that's just because I'm young, but I, 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 I'm interested in, like, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it all kind of, like, cumulates in one thing, but maybe kind of like how you said, like, the higher you go up in ivory towers, the less you start looking at other fields Mm -hmm. and the more you start like focusing Mm -hmm. on things and the less you, I guess, you start looking for help in other areas.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and it makes sense when if, if you need to read, I don't know, let's say conservatively you're reading three to four journal articles per week Mm -hmm. in addition to your uh, your research and teaching classes and stuff yeah. like that, that really sucks up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter the size of the article. I mean, it's it's going to take up time. And if you read, I mean, if you're reading beyond that, then it's you're 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 going to get confused. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have a hard time retaining because you're just trying to cram too much. Um, and so just that right there sucks up so much time. Mm-hmm. And then so then you're supposed to now allocate. I mean. If I allocate my time focusing on another area, mm. or to learn about those interdisciplinary aspects, well, now I'm getting behind a mile in my own field. Mm. Hey, um,
1: how much how much should uh, professors get paid? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it does seem like uh like that that's like a problem that people talk about, but uh, again, like how how I think that like. People want to be teachers. Like, people... Mm-hmm. Teachers are, like, famously, like, underpaid. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of... Like, you know, people still want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, I mean... I guess, like, just just throwing more money at it is not good enough. Like, really... How, how would you have a, a system well, that... Well, I mean, kind of,
0: so, I mean, if you're talking about teachers in general... Yeah. Okay, so, like, even at, like, elementary, mm-hmm. middle school and stuff like that, the... There's, if you, I mean, just simply go with, uh, simplistically, like Thorndike's law of effect. So if you do something like the outcome, do it again. Yeah. Um, if, if you're going to underpay a group, uh, so right now you can go and get a bachelor's degree that costs you X amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that, that, that degree that costs you X amount of money, now you have choices in front of you. Job A that makes yeah one amount. Job B makes another amount. Job C that makes double that than the other yeah. two. What will you go for? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that I mean, that's I mean, that's one of the things to think about is that what what is what is more valued? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we see people that go for jobs that don't pay much? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the the flip side is that if you're having if someone is really good in math and they can get paid a six-figure income for being an engineer, yeah, versus yeah. versus a third of the pay to be a teacher, I'll tell you where I'll go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love teaching, but I guess I'm an engineer today.
1: Yeah, it. it, it and you see people do that to where like they, like after they retire, mm-hmm. they go to teaching, mm-hmm. uh, just because like that's what they wanted to do, but like mm-hmm. it just didn't pay enough money yeah. before.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, there's, I mean, we all have to, you, you have to, I mean, factor in just simply cost of living and everything yeah. else. And um, and do, will, will, will better t- increasing pay for teachers necessarily immediately enhance the teachers that we have mm-hmm. and enhance their motivation? Uh, I would probably argue probably not so much. Yeah. But would it entice... Upcoming, up and coming teachers,
1: yeah.
0: who uh, may may really b- be gifted, but we're deciding other fields. Mm. They might not be enticed enticed to go into education.
1: Yeah.
0: And so that the, so I mean it's, so it's a double edged sword. I mean mm. if I mean thinking that if we immediately increase the pay, no, I mean you're probably not going to get a huge difference. Yeah. Um, because I mean again, who is drawn? I mean, in, into the field and who was yeah. not drawn into the field because of pay.
1: I guess you, you'd have to make it harder for people to become teachers. Uh,
0: or, I mean, that or, I mean, if, I mean, if you had individuals with greater accolades mm-hmm. that were applying for the teaching positions. Yeah. I mean, it may not, I mean, just if the, what if the pool was different? Mm-hmm. So if the, the pool you had to select from yeah. was different. Um. Do you think... Uh,
1: how, how, how do you? Because I feel like it, it's very hard. For I, I had this idea that, for example, like before you watch something on TV, there's like editors and writers mm-hmm. and like stuff like that, and then you watch it or like they, they they watch it, like, hundreds of times before you actually go mm-hmm. and, like, watch it. And, like, the, everything's timed, everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, even uh, I think about, like, stand-up comedians, mm-hmm. that before you watch a special, they went, like, for years, mm-hmm. like, perfecting the material and, yeah. like, actually timing and stuff like that. How, uh, how's teaching, how's, like, being a professor, like, do you have a lot of time to, like, I don't know, sharpen your sword? Like, how, like...
0: Um, I mean, there's, I mean, there's professional development days. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, a lot of it is really driven by, I mean, I think you can read the journals, you can read the books, uh, but I mean, a lot of it's done by reflection. Yeah. Um, just thinking about, okay, how did my class perform today? Yeah. And um, having done it before, I mean, what what worked in the past, what what did or did not work today, mm-hmm. and then modifying it for the next go around. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean it's it's always a work in progress because, the examples and the approach and the way that you approach it, this is kind of like at the surface level. Yeah. Um, the surface level changes a lot. Yeah. Um, so when I was teaching when I started teaching back like in ninety seven, um, cell phones were really not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I mean people had them but they weren't smartphones. Yeah. And I mean I mean and so on and and now I mean as I mean as time is going by people i mean now people find different examples more relevant than others Mm -hmm. uh and i think this also goes back to that issue of finding flow and finding what's relevant and what i mean what are you interested in yeah um and can i can i find that thing Mm -hmm. that that piques your interest yeah because it almost seems
1: to me that like
0: teachers and professors should
1: have almost like a team of people Mm -hmm. almost kind of like i don't know if like recording it recording every single, like, lecture and then it's mm-hmm. like, hey, did you see what you did there? And then, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, uh, also have, like, like, when I think about movies, they have an arc. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, uh, mm-hmm. like, having an arc of, like, teaching and stuff like that, or, like, mm-hmm. at, like, kind of like how, how you do, uh, like, lectures that sometimes, like, you leave us with a question and then we mm-hmm. answer it at the beginning of the next class, like, and that's something that, like, series do all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Because it, uh, um, maybe I'm like projecting, but like it is. Do you feel like you would benefit from like a team of people like helping you?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if I mean, if you had a a team to help you with your material mm. and everything else, I mean, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Because um, that that's also the that Because yeah, uh, before, like we had
1: uh, talks uh, that I had, it's like, what if you had like unlimited budget mm-hmm. to like make the best damn class that you could mm-hmm. have, like. Like I'm guessing, like would there be like a professor and then like a team of people that like would kind of like help you out and like you practice? I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I think. I think once you I mean once you understand the the deep structure of how learning occurs, you you simply you need to develop the activities mm-hmm. uh, where people can chew on the material. Yeah, and I don't. It doesn't necessarily have to be the presentation of it. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: I don't. I don't think the. I mean, you all can read. Yeah. And you're supposed to read the book. Obviously, I mean, 99% of the people don't. Yeah. Um. But you can be exposed to the concepts. But but creating an environment where those activities and the, I mean those concepts are 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 uh, are being. For, I mean, you have to show them because of the activities. Yeah. That's the most. I think that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. Because I, I almost
1: think that the, uh, there's almost kind of, like, a war between, like, just, like, watching TV mm-hmm. and then going to school. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that there, sh- there could be, like, certain elements that we could take from, like, what... Because sometimes, like, you, you're watching TV, flipping through channels, mm-hmm. and then just, like, a few seconds, you stop. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't matter what, like, you just... In, in the beginning of mm-hmm. the episode you stop it caught you and then you mm-hmm. want to watch like the rest of it mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that that's stuff that like like that we know from psychology and stuff like that and like advertising uh, that like we could have like in classrooms that just like kind of like tunes people in mm-hmm. and like, like you know makes people want instead of like uh like a uh, hey, like if you learn it, you learn it. Like it, mm-hmm. you have to apply effort. Mm-hmm. I feel like that there could be
0: something that we could do. Like so, we have to become entertainers. Kind
1: of. I mean, I well, mean, no, I mean, not not so much, I mean, but, but I mean, you are.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we are. I mean, and that's that's a. I mean, so you're you raise it. You raise. I mean, mm-hmm. I think a bigger question there is what? Who is education for? Yeah. Uh, it's it's mandated for I mean through high school. Yeah. Now, shit. I mean, is it mandated for college? No. It's not. Yeah. And so, um, so what type of individual should be in college? The that's the that's the, that that's that like well, has that inner well, drive. That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, do do we need to create an atmosphere that catches you mm. with bells and whistles mm. and snappy pictures? Yeah. Uh, or do we not have to create an atmosphere of bells and whistles, mm. but just a, an at, an environment where we can have discussions? Mm. And so I mean, and so that's one of the things. Mm. I mean, I think you hit on, mm. uh, and I, and I think that's a really, and that that is a really wonderful point. Mm. Is that who is college? What is yeah. Who is college for? But and the, I mean, also, you, like, how
1: come so many people feel like they have to go to college mm-hmm. afterwards, and then how come?
0: Well, because uh, I mean, I mean, in the professional world. You, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, you, a lot of, uh, jobs you can't get without yeah. a bachelor's degree or, 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 at least an associate's degree.
1: Cause it's almost like it's college for people that want more money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause it, then, then you have like, almost like college should be for people that want to learn or college should be for people that want to get more money. Mm-hmm. And then like how, like there's some
0: intertwined there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, that, and that's a great question.
1: And there, there those are two very different kinds of people yeah. that like, you mm-hmm. know, just want more money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those are the ones that just like drive through, don't learn any like I mean, kinda like yeah. pick up some knowledge but mm-hmm. just drive through and at the end of it mm-hmm. they don't know much. Yeah. And then it's like four point oh. Like and then there's other people that like just want to learn. Mm-hmm. I just want to learn and I have a terrible GPA.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And that, I mean and so that's that's the key thing is that um so, I mean, who is our audience mm. and are will you well do we as a society judge our 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 teachers based on you know what they're really if they're really a, a poor entertainer mm. or, or are they really a good teacher
1: the, and it's yeah. uh I guess you're right because, i mean the, the, there is the entertainer thing and then there's also the because, I mean, it, 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 it's the faci- also... The
0: facilitator. It, yeah. It's
1: also, again, like, the, there is, a uh, like, an intertwine there. Because, mm-hmm. like, you... it Again, it's almost like, I guess, like, theater or, like, stand-up mm-hmm. to where, like, you are the one person and then everybody's looking at you. Yeah. So that, yeah. there should be some element of...
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and I totally agree with that. I mean, I definitely... Even if you think... Even if the teacher views themselves as a facilitator... Yeah. Um... They obviously have to know that they are an entertainer as well. Yeah. But it's just like, to what degree do you want to be that? Yeah. Uh, and that's, and that's always a always a fine line because mm. you could be having a class one day where you're having great a great discussion with four or five or ten people, but the other twenty people don't care. Yeah. And if you're not showing a, a neat picture up on the screen or telling a joke, then they're tuned out. Yeah. And so do I do I want to make bells and whistles, or do I want to have a meaningful conversation? yeah
1: but also kind of like how how you said that because uh, also one of the things that you had just said is that um there um, there's an element of like it's like do you want to just have meaningful conversations or or something like that? you said not mm-hmm. maybe not conversations, but like discussions mm-hmm. um, but then if we're going like the discussion route like then shouldn't it be almost like a you bring up a, a subject mm-hmm. and then like let's all talk about it it's mm-hmm. like no you're wrong because of this like or
0: um well hopefully, well hopefully the teacher wouldn't say no you're wrong because <laughs> of <this."> Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean I feel like it's important to, to
0: well I mean but just simply saying okay what other concepts have, yeah. have you not I mean yeah. what other aspects have you not fully thought of yet or something yeah. something along those lines yeah
1: mm-hmm. um If you want, like, I mean, we got some good
0: stuff. right. Thank you for doing this. Cool. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll become an international hit and everything else, and we'll go tours. We'll see. (laughs)